I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Matt. Hello. Hello. What are we doing? We're late. We're very late. We're 24 hours late. Just about. But uh, it's the Gamers 2 podcast. That it is. I'm Scratchy Voice Matt. <laughs> I'm Matt Scratchy Voice Johnson. <laughs> uh, it's technically the 11th, I think, right? Yes. Yes, it is technically the 11th. Do you not believe me? I just, you know, just checking. All right. I know how you are. Yeah, why don't you just roll down the window and ask the person in the car next to us, all right? Yo, dude, your, your lies. I've ne- I have never, never mind. Your Jedi lies. All right, Sith boy. The dark side has cookies. The dark side does have cookies. And as we discussed earlier, I've already predicted what's going to happen in episode nine. Because Star Wars has already written it. And I've just brought it full circle to the cinema. All right, well, you hang on to it and then we'll do a prediction. Or do you want to do it right now? Uh, I might need to say something right now because I'll forget, but, uh, we get a wizard fights. Wizard fights. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what, uh, what have you been up to the last seven days that isn't dying? Uh, predominantly dying. Um, okay. That eliminates ooh. what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I have played nothing. I have read nothing. I've mostly laid on the couch and watched YouTube videos and random anime, and that's about it. My preferred week, honestly. It was all right, other than the fact that, like... Well, yeah, the reasoning you're doing it is not the the bonus part, but... Yeah, you know, throat felt like razor blades, and I was hacking up phlegm, and Milo thought I was dying, so he was trying to, like, climb on top of me to comfort me, and I'm like, you know... I'm fine, but I love you. But I like you. But <laughs> I you love mean. you, but you're 70 pounds. You're not making the situation any better. I, I don't need any <laughs> more weight. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. That was my week. I hope yours was better. Uh, yeah, I'm not dying. That's always a good thing. I mean, technically, we're all just spinning towards the end, aren't we? But nope, I'm. Uh, I mean, allergies have have reared their head some days or whatever, but that's neither here nor there. I've uh, been playing MLB, been playing the Pokemans, been playing the Division, 
I hopped on. I didn't really do anything, but like I logged on. Uh, I played some Overwatch with Todd the other night. Ooh. I've been playing some Football Manager. Ooh. Spice of Life, Matt. Variety. And Football Manager. Because <laughs> it gets to be a problem. Once it gets your hooks, once it gets its hooks back in, it takes you a long time to pull them back out. And then when it gets in, it gets just like, it gets deeper. You're like, ah, you bitch. I think you'll be, once like, WoW Classic comes out, you'll probably be... I'll just have both open at the same time. I guess you could actually, yeah. They're both very, very much those type of games, so you could play both at once. I used, I used to do that. I would raid in WoW while playing Football Manager. Like I was not hard. I was just doing the raid finder, so it wasn't mm-hmm. anything that I actually like really had to pay attention to. And I would just wait for Kenny to say like, "Hey, I need you to click" or whatever, and I would just Alt Tab click and then go back to what I was doing. And if I was in the middle of healing a fight or something, sometimes it worked. Other times it did not work at all. Because I would get too, I would myself would get too focused in football manager, and then glance back over, and I'm dead, and I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> but I'm sure everyone in your party appreciated it. I was still number one, of course. <laughs> Brush off the shoulder here, but yeah, I finished my book. One word kill. What's the review? I like it. I think it's a. I think it's a good read. Uh, there's two more books and I could continue. I don't think I will. Uh, but it reads very young adult. Yeah. But I, I don't think there's anything really wrong. There's a couple of times, especially towards the end where I'm just like, what the fuck is the, and I was just kind of like getting frustrated a little bit, but it ends on a solid, like, this is this story. We're done. Mm-hmm. If you want to continue with this character, you can. There's two more books, but like otherwise, you're good, which I'm fine with. It doesn't yeah. say like, but what would happen in his next adventure? And I'm like, oh god, I've watched adult books too. That's what I complained about yeah. books ago, where they're like, you are not a fan of that. No, because it's horseshit. Learn how to tell a story. What do you think you are, Kevin Fahey? Think you mm. have a ten year anniversary that I'm allowed to waste my time reading your books? No, you get me for. Hopefully a month, maybe two if I don't finish it in time. That's that. And if you wrote a good enough story and it's condensed, like that book was a good enough story and you left with a good ending, I would go, yeah, I'd read more from you. But because you left it and went, huh, I wonder what our hero will get up to next time. Tune in next. Oh, my God. It's same, all about- same bat time, same bat channel. It's all about bringing that money in, you know. Well, they didn't. <clears throat> they failed. Bringing it in. Got to create that live service. They failed it. They had me right up until next time. And I, nope. Money's gone. Sorry. I didn't even pay for your book to begin with, Kindle. <coughs> Kindle first reads. Amazon paid you some part of it. Sorry. Kind of not. No. You know, 50 Are you, though? Eh. Are you? No. And then uh, I've been watching some baseball. Been watching some soccer. Yeah, there was like a, some first first time that some league had like first all... time that any league has owned all four final positions in the Champions League and European League. That mean meaning four finals, meaning 
the two teams competing for the finals of the Champions League and the two teams competing for the finals of the Europa League all have come from the same league. Which says a lot about the Premier League. Their premier. Pretty good. It's amazing. I'm about it, except for my team got knocked out. But, I mean, hey, you know, we're here. Like, we, got, we got knocked out. Was it, like, well back? Uh, two rounds ago. Two rounds ago. Two? Two rounds ago? Yeah. Then did you watch – well, you didn't watch it, obviously, but did you see the Formula 1 qualifying? Uh, I saw that the only way this weekend's going to be fun is if Mercedes crashes themselves. Yes. That's very true. Yeah. So. It might happen, though. I mean, As... that's what, that's happened previous when there's two Mercedes and they're vying for the championship. They, the they cards, are like magnets. As the cards dictate. Haas is doing good, though. I'm happy about that. I really don't care. My two just... I just... I Now, at this point, I almost like just want Ricardo to finish. Just, just cross that line, man. You've done it once this year. I think they're going to be late bloomers this year. Just bloom at some point. I don't care if it's the final race. Just, just bloom. Some point, please. Don't make me regret this decision. All right. I somewhat already am, but don't make me continue. Give me hope. Give me some slight promise. At least my other guys are finishing like six, eight, seven, like in there. What's going to suck for... Sometimes 14. I don't even know. We get there. What's really going to suck for Ricardo is... His an, a ridiculous ability to just snap a front wing off his car in the beginning of the race? No. That's impressive. It's him losing out on a seat at Mercedes because yeah, I think if uh, Botas wins the championship this season, which he's on track for, yeah, I think uh, Lewis will retire next year. Really? Yes. Interesting. I think he will retire, and then that would open up a seat at Mercedes, and but Ricardo's locked into Renault, so he would have been the logical choice. All interesting. Yes. We will see. I mean, I'll probably watch tomorrow's race, though. It's still at 11, so. Oh, that's doable. I'll probably be watching soccer, unfortunately, because I say unfortunately, but it the Premier League is coming down to the final day to decide the title winners. Uh-huh. So it's going to be a good. Channel, channel flipping good time. <sighs> but if I didn't want to, you know, watch anything and I wanted to play some things, Matt, but I wanted to play something that was, I don't know, new within the last 10 days, roughly. Where would I find information about that? Well, you'd be listening to this podcast. And then you'd read the new releases, which you're about to do. It's magic. New release number one. And I'm going in backwards order the way I wrote them. Car trader for the Switch. I assume you trade cards. Cars. Sorry, cars. Vehicular devices. Trading cards would make sense. Trading cars, I don't know. Maybe you just are a salesman on a car lot. You're a car dealer. That's the entire game. Good premise. Uh, Saints Row the Third for the Switch. Lovecraft's Untold Stories for the PlayStation 4 and the Switch. Yakuza Kiwami 2 for the PC. Life is Strange 2 Episode 3. 
Doling's Arcade for the PS4, and my favorite game of the week, Shakedown Hawaii, PS4, Switch, PC, and Vita. I also think potentially 3DS, but I'm not 100% positive about that. What's that game all about? It is a 16-bit style uh, GTA-esque type game. Oh, is that the... Yes, that's yeah. That's oh, the okay. one I showed you earlier. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is from the guys that did Retro City Rampage, which was an 8-bit GTA-style type game. And this one is now a 16-bit GTA-style type game. Definitely looked interesting. Looks like it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Kind of comic takes on current things, streaming and all that stuff, and uh, video games. And it's I think it breaks the fourth wall a few times. And... Yeah, it definitely looked entertaining, for sure. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Faux shizzle. Sizzle, sizzle. Toil and trouble. Uh, I, I could just, like, my throat is, by the end of this, I'm going to sound like Batman. It's going to be fantastic. Are you, but I don't, do you lose your voice like I lose mine? Because you've heard me turn into Batman in a bar. Um, I don't know. It depends. Usually, like, I just have to struggle more and more to talk. Ah, okay. Yeah, because I turned into, that night at the harp, I turned into Batman. <laughs> and Dewey started laughing in the middle of my sentence, and I couldn't figure out why until he was like, you're going full Batman. And I was like, ah, shit. Uh, do you want number one? I don't care. I mean, this week, there was a lot of news, but it wasn't. It seems like a lot of disappointing news. Yeah, it's just kind of blah news. It's like, ah, oh, this isn't fun. We'll like, have some fun stuff, I think, towards the end, but it starts out kind of rough and disappointing. And if you heard a lot of screeching, it's because I was just trying to shut a window that's older than I am. I'll go first. All right, go for it. Uh, employees of Riot Games, the makers of League of Legends, staged a walkout at their L.A. campus. According to Kotaku, roughly 150 employees held a walkout to protest forced arbitration of disputes. Uh, this all stems from a previous Kotaku report that highlighted Riot Games' culture of sexism. After the report, several developers at Riot sued their employer, but had their lawsuits forced into private arbitration, which usually has the results that favor the company. Uh, the walkout that happened this week hopes to end the policy of forced arbitration. And as of now, Riot Management has been supportive of the movement. Riot's official statement said, quote, We respect rioters who choose to walk out today and will not, not tolerate retaliation of any kind as a result of participating or not. End quote. As of now, there's been no resolution on the issue. I should say... There's been no resolution mostly. They did, I think a while ago, they said that they're not new employees that they hire. Like going forward, they're not going to make them sign the paperwork that says that they'll go, that they'll comply with arbitration. But current employees, it doesn't apply to them, they said, until current litigations are done. Huh. So. Interesting. As of now. It's also funny that they had the thing that says to let them participate and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's... I think they're trying to just, like... That's, that's one of those where... There's there's two things if I, if I was participating, right? It was like, all right, cool. You're up to something. Like, if you're letting us do this and you're just like, just let them go. 
Let them do what they got to do. You're like, are you just letting the kids yell in the background? Like, that's what it, that's what it, to me, immediately, I was just like, is this, you know, like, just shut the door and let the kids scream for a while and eventually they'll be fine. But it, it, it's just a weird. Yeah, I think they're trying message. to. Um, but I'm also cynical in everything I look at. So. Oh, I agree. It's like. It definitely seems like they're trying to. Um, what, what was the word I was looking for? They're trying to like minimize the bad press from it for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is going to be impossible because welcome to social media. So yeah, and they did say the whoever's organizing it said that they plan on like doing multiple ones. Like as time goes on, like if they're not if their demands are not met. We'll see. We'll so. see if they stick to it. Because I have a feeling their demands won't be met. So. Unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think so either. And like the whole like not no retaliation thing is I think gonna slowly go out the window too. Well my keep... thing is always with no retaliation because everybody's a giant scumbag. We will not fire you for that event, but we will fire you for slightly uh enter enter spacing this wrong thing over here. Yeah. Please be gone. Exactly. This has nothing to do with Right. Uh-huh. Yep. Always always hate it. Anyway, number two. PUBG Mobile has been available in China for a little over a year, but Tencent, who also owns Riot, by the way, uh, but Tencent hasn't been able to monetize... To be fair, what doesn't Tencent own? Also true. (laughs) Epic. Uh, But Tencent hasn't been able to monetize it. Not all of it, at least. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To monetize it because it was denied approval by the Chinese regulators. Matt had... Many seizures while writing these sentences. Yep. So Nate will be uh, fixing this. Tencent has quietly replaced it with a lookalike with a dash of propaganda thrown in for good measure. On Wednesday, Chinese players found PUBG Mobile down for maintenance, which then turned into a message saying the game was being replaced by a game called Game for Peace. I like it. <laughs> When Game for Peace is downloaded, its icon automatically replaces PUBG's and all player data migrates over. The game was reportedly developed in partnership with the recruiting division of the Chinese Air Force and displays the Chinese Air Force logo before the menu. Some other interesting changes include paintball effects, and instead of dying when shot, you now take a knee and wave at the other player. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta watch the videos after this. (laughs) The other major difference is that this game is approved by China's regulators and is able to be monetized by Tencent. It's pretty funny. It is. It is pretty funny. It's pretty funny, but it's also part of the problem with Chinese regulation. Yeah. It's kind of scary. I like the move. I don't necessarily agree with, like, the Air Force propaganda and stuff, but... I uh I I enjoy just taking a knee and waving. <laughs> that's, that's literally what it is. It's like boop. It's pretty so good. It's pretty good. I like it. I'm surprised you don't just shoot teddy bears instead of even a paintball effect. Yeah, it's um just teddy bears and hearts and like the cat machine gun was it right? From? Yep, yep. Yeah, the postal. I think it's a, yeah, postal or it's a source mod or whatever. Yeah, you reload it by petting it. Number three, speaking of mobile versions of Battle Royale games, during a conference call with investors, EA said that they have plans to bring Apex Legends to the mobile market. That's it. Nothing on when or where. That's all they said. 
We need more money because everything else failed. Yeah. Uh, somebody had, I don't remember if it was a high quality GIF, but it was a the beginning of Ant-Man when Paul Rudd comes back for the first time or gets out of jail and he's talking to his friend that picked him up in the van. He's like, so how's your, how's your family? And the friend is playing the part of EA and he's like, yeah, everything's pretty good. Everything's pretty good. Uh, Battlefield 5 undersold. Battlefront 2 was a disaster. Uh, I, I, Anthem. I lost it on launch. Uh, but, I mean, I got Apex. So that's going pretty good. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, it only gets worse from here. Yeah. Ah, yep. It doesn't get better. Not yet. Number four. EA Access is finally coming to the PS4 in July of this year. The service will cost $4.99 per month or $29.99 a year, which is the same price that is on the Xbox One. Just like the prices, the services seem to be identical to what is on offer with Microsoft's platform. I feel like that should be bigger news, and it kind of just like slipped in. Yeah, it it's one where I think it'll be slightly made more of or made more aware during E three time. Uh when they're doing like their high their montages and shit. Uh but it it's quiet, I think, because it's not a new announcement, kind of. Like it's not when they announced EA access. Yeah. It's, oh, we're just making it available over here now, which should have happened from the beginning, and we knew was eventually going to happen with PlayStation. I keep forgetting we're actually fairly close to E3. Yeah, we're a month out. Thanks for reminding me. I got to take that time off. I got to take that Monday. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, where are we here? Five. Five, in case you were confused by the somewhat positive news about EA. Wait, Don't wait, worry. wait a second. Wait a Don't second. Don't worry. Positive news. I'm pretty sure I shit on them. Somewhat positive. The EA thing. The mostly. Yeah. They have a mobile game coming. That it's not. They yeah. have Command and Conquer coming. Where's that? <coughs> Don't worry about that. Don't look over there. <laughs> uh, EA continues to learn the long the wrong lessons as they are considering how they launch live service games after Anthem's disappointment. Oh God, no. During a financial call, CEO Andrew Wilson said, quote, You should expect that we'll start to test things like soft launches, the same things that you see in the mobile space right now. Oh, no. And it also comes down to changing how we communicate with players. By actually doing it. Our, our entire marketing organization now is moving out of presentation mode and into conversation mode. Poorly. And changing how we interact with players over time, end quote. From the entirety of the conversation, he goes on for a while during the call. It seems like EA plans to handle games in the Western market the same way they handle games in the Asian market. Which that's what they do in the Asian market now. It's like soft launches. So like repeat, like multiple betas. What we would consider, yeah, what we consider betas and early access. And like basically they, I don't know if they really tell players what is happening as so much as saying, like sh- giving them a little piece of the game and being like, "This is the game tested out. What do you think?" Like, you know, they don't ma- they manage expectations by not giving you enough information to have any expectations. 
Electronic Arts. I'm not calling him EA anymore. Electronic Arts is about to try to pull some early access bullshit. Yeah. Interesting. I love that that's their decision. Right. Not like, don't fix your problem. Don't fix the glorious fucking problem you have. Just, you know what? Maybe instead if we had just brought expectations way down by never telling them anything and just giving them little snippets here and there and releasing our builds way early on, which as we discussed in a Kotaku article, were blown away and redone constantly, they'll be fine. It'll all work. (sighs) I don't. You know what? Number six. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't understand how... I don't know how it, how it can't be as easy. Like, right? That's my thought. That's it's it can't be as easy as you and I think it is. There has to be some giant cluster fucking problem that when you and I could just look at it and go, "All right, so here's what we would do: this, this." It would take us probably two two and a half years to to rewrite the ship and and still kind of keep everything on track and not go under and and be having to try to rebuild this giant negative airspace that's around us. Yeah. It would take time. And instead, what it looks like they're doing is just digging a grave. Just keep going. Oh, yeah, no. Don't you guys have phones? Yeah, cool. FIFA's on the phone. Move it on. Like, I don't understand how these people are still in charge. It's like you might do great as a CEO, but you're not – like I don't know if you do great just looking at – financial numbers and then not understanding the market you're trying to adapt them to i don't know i just I, don't I, understand I, it I at this point oh by the way uh peter moore remember peter moore right yeah uh who went to liverpool to be chief whatever he is over there uh has made it to the champions league final he's one of the two teams in the champions league final two years in a row now oh wow so after he left took him a little couple years to get going and now he's dominating over there with liverpool so peter moore congratulations sir you walked away from a shitstorm and have made yourself a king <laughs> you, you got off the ship when you should exactly good for him that being said electronic arts i'm just saying we will come into your studios and actually talk with you and be honest and not be the guys that you pulled for Battlefront 2 with the top 10 Twitch streamers or whatever when you pulled them on. And we're like, yeah, let's all talk about this. And we've created this great battle experience. Like, no. Talking to the wrong people. Talking to the 1%. Not good. Yeah. Number six. Speaking of the 1%, U.S. Senator Josh Hawley. Hawley? Hawley. Uh, of Missouri plans to introduce a bill called, quote, the Protect... Protecting Children from Abusive Games Act. Dun, 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 dun. End quote. The purpose of the bill is to ban loot boxes and pay-to-win microtransactions from games played by minors. The text of the bill hasn't been released yet, so we have no details on how they would plan on enforcing this or determining who it applies to. The Entertainment Software Association or ESA, which is the lobbying body for the video game industry, has already responded with a statement that makes it clear that they aren't a fan of this potential bill. Quote, Numerous countries, including Ireland, Germany, Sweden, Denmark, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom, determined that loot boxes do not constitute gambling. We look forward to sharing with the Senator the tools and information the industry already provides that keeps the control of in-game spending in parents' hands. 
Parents already have the ability to limit or prohibit in-game purchases with easy-to-use parental controls, end quote. Thoughts? Uh, I don't know. I think that bill will never come to fruition to begin with, so. Uh, I don't think it'll come to fruition. I think the video game industry needs to get better about policing itself so this doesn't happen. Yeah. And I also was hearing uh, rumors that it could be saying stuff like it applies to everything below M games. So T and below, T, E's, mm-hmm. E10s, E13 pluses or whatever. Yeah. So any of that stuff would be gone, which I'm like, okay, cool. That still doesn't fix your M problem, which is the same thing because – did you poll the entire U.S. to find out how many children are playing games that are technically rated M? All of them. That technically aren't 17 plus? How many people that aren't 17 plus have you heard on GTA? I'm curious. It would be Dude, interesting I to... failed that. <laughs> oh, my God. My... Hold on, guys. My mom's calling me. Like, oh, dude. No. It'd be interesting to see those, like, to get num- those numbers and, like, see them. It'd be bad. Oh, I'm sure it would be. How many times did we sell games to, even if we sold them to the parent, and you're looking at the kid, and you're like, <laughs> all right, you're an idiot. Like, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, like, do you not understand this? Like, whatever, you're the parent, you want to buy it. How many, you know, copies of GTA do we sell to a parent that has a, you know, 12-year-old there, and, and you're just like, oh, God, if he finds out what shark cards are in this online environment, it's over. Not, it's not even the game itself. It's not even the content of the single-player stories that's the problem. It's the problem of we know where the GTA environment – oh, excuse me. Sorry. GTA Online ecosystem currently sits. What's everything new and fancy worth? $7 million in the game, in-game currency or whatever. What's the easiest way to get in-game currency? Buy shark cards. Boom. Microtransaction. Problem solved. Not a loot box, but a microtransaction. So I don't know where they start drawing lines. That's the this whole thing is going to get way out of control if this actually starts. Oh yeah, if it actually gets off the ground, it'll be a clusterfuck. Yeah, it'll be a gigantic clusterfuck. It'll be like, okay, determine what a loot box is, and then you have to get full government breakdowns, like eighteen bullet points worth of what a loot box is, and then the first person to just go, all right, cool, we don't hit any of those, send it. So the curious side of this, I mean, the ESA responded, obviously. Right. And they look like they're willing and able to do the job from that statement. The flip side was the thing you mentioned when you came over earlier about the ESA ah, yes. being in the shitter. Yeah, the ESA is also in the shitter. Which I didn't throw in the document, but we might as well talk about it a little bit. Essentially, they haven't had a president for oh, about a year now or over a year at this point, Yeah, I think. I think it's over a year. Um, they have an interim president CEO, and they're kind of in appears to be in somewhat of shambles as far as management goes and purpose. Um, I don't know. I don't know, like what to make of it because, like, they have a, the interesting part of the article. I thought was that uh, the company that runs the Paxes and New York Comic Con mm-hmm. offered to essentially take over running E3 for them. Oh, okay. I don't know if they like offered to like buy it or something, if that was some sort of like licensing thing or whatever, but they didn't do it. And, um, uh, read pop. Yeah. I think that's who it is. I was trying to come up with the name that entire time you were talking. I was like, I know yeah, the it's, name. It's like something pop. It's Repop Re- sounds Re- right. Yeah. Read pops. The ones that I 
get the tickets from for packs. So, yeah, I think that's a really poor position to be in, though. I mean, like, if I don't think you want the ESA to be weak ever. No, like, and that's why it's especially like, right now. If I was them, I would have probably sold E3 to Read Pop and restructured to then do what we've discussed the ESA should step in and become kind of is what the ESRB also is. The ESRB, I believe, isn't that a branch of the ESA? Yeah. Yeah. So the ESRB and the ESA and the HTML and the <laughs> yada yada. No. The ESA and the ESRB need to like really come together and put themselves as the pseudo police for video games. And strike a deal with like video game dealers and the video game industry and be like the middleman as the ESRB already is with rating the games. Or if your game's not rated, you know, we won't sell it in our stores and stuff like that, which is how you get weird store with like porn shops selling back in the day, porn yeah. shops selling games or whatever because they wouldn't rate them. Well, they need to do that, but then also they need to dive hard and tackle this. So that way they can keep the government out. Be like, we're going to police ourselves and get this taken care of. You you technically would be like the perfect body to do it. Just do it. But they're in shambles. So, Yep, they're in shambles. And people are abandoning E3 and yeah. so on and so forth. Which people abandoning E3 is fine. Almost doesn't hurt you unless that is your way you're running the company. And then you're now you're in nightmares. Yeah. Number seven. Uh, not me, sorry. Number seven. <laughs> Ubisoft announced the new go- go- Goose. <laughs> Goose Wildlands. Announced the new Ghost Recon game this week after they were betrayed by their own Ubisoft store. The game is called... Damn you, Walmart Canada. I mean, oh, sorry. Damn you, me... <laughs> <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> the game is called Ghost Recon Breakpoint and was first leaked by a listing for the collector's edition on Ubisoft's Uplay store. The official announcement happened the following day and was accompanied by a trailer and some game and some gameplay footage. Breakpoint is a direct sequel to Ghost Recon Wildlands, and the antagonist is a character that was introduced in the most recent Wildlands update. Uh, from what has been shown, Breakpoint takes a different approach to the gameplay than Wildlands, choosing to focus on more survival and stealth. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Questions, comments, concerns. What do you think about all the... So the things that were pointed out on some other channels that I watched was uh, terrain is a big factor now where like you saw the stamina bar with going down the terrain. Like if you, you can't like ter- certain well, trying to navigate certain terrain affects your character. There's an injury system. Um, there is more with like, as far as the injury system goes, like there's more integration with other players and stuff. So like if we're playing together, you get injured and you're not in a position to heal yourself. I can pick you up and take you somewhere. You can carry bodies and stuff now, people. Um, the vehicles have been reworked um, because they're of more use now with the train. Uh, what else was there? Um, there's like a momentum system to try to give the game, like the players and 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 stuff, weight. Like, you know, to give it more, a better feel. What else was some other weird shit? Stealth, which you saw that showed some of that with the fucking Predator mud. And uh, the whole entry system now, like you can make entries and defenses and shit. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Looks interesting. I'm intrigued. I want to see more because I want them to fix the problems that I had with Wildlands. And it looks like they're going for a much more techie version of that. The only... So some things that kind of scare me with this. Uh, in watching the demo, I was still seeing some stuttering. And I'm hoping that's not... That I was I was either delusional. And I didn't actually see it and I just thought I did. Or that it gets worked out. Um, also that... I don't know. Something about it doesn't. It looks like Wildlands. Like it doesn't look like a improved visually at all. Mm-hmm. Like not sharper or anything. If anything, that looks like they made uh, less sharper edges to try to make things easier. Uh, it yeah, doesn't, it looks, doesn't, um, doesn't look bad, but there's definitely like a style to it that. Yeah, it's like they skewed it. Slightly from realism to cartoony, right, almost. Yep. Yeah, they took it. They took it off the realism uh, slide, like yeah, side of the sliding scale. Uh, and then the other part is after I saw all the tech and stuff, the 
only thing that scares me, and I I still think we're going to see it this year, is the potential for a new Splinter Cell. Like I think we're we're locked in to see a new Splinter Cell this year. But when you start pulling all this like future techie yada yada, I'm like, yeah. Are you just going to have five future games? Like that's a really weird thing to do. Yeah, because then there, you, there's a lot of overlap between. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of overlap. Okay, so Assassin's Creed is playing History Simulator, so we shoved that way in the past. Uh, fucking, what's that boat game? It's not out. Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. Pirate Time. Okay. Watch Dogs is modern with drones and yada, yada, yada. Division 2 has MIT's fucking robots with snipers on it. Their head running around. Rainbow Six is, you know, modern. Yeah. Drones and that and stuff and technology. And hate to tell you, there's a chance we see a new Rainbow this year. There's a chance we see a new Watch Dogs. There is, but I think they would hold that one for next year. And they would give you the updates on Skull and Bones. And then for some reason also trot out Beyond Good and Evil 2 again. Yeah, I know. that Their whole press conference, when we start doing our predictions, it's going to get wild. I might go up to like 10 of just spitting things because what they could pull off is going to be in- interesting. Uh, and then what is it? Like, okay, For Honor. But that's also been four, four years out. You know, there's... Is she going to keep going new? Not not that like Ghost Recon Wildlands would have worked in the Civil War. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying you got to be careful that you just keep creating a lot of things that are on top of each other and they still have to be different experiences. Yeah. You should have done like a Ghost Recon Vietnam. That's yeah, still jungly. For me, it only would have been if they could do Ghost Recon apostrophe Nam. Don't don't put Viet in there. Just apostrophe nom. Just so they understand what they are. Like that that's what bad company would be. Like bad yeah. company nom. Even though bad company Vietnam was the name of that at DLC. But I digress. I'm I'm excited to see more and hopefully we do come uh come E three. Number eight. Capcom has continued their upward trend according to their 2018 financial results. They had a record high profit this year, which they attribute to embracing the PC platform as well as a growing esports community. Capcom's net revenue was up 4.5% with 83% of their sales coming from digital content, aka their video game publishing releases. They pointed to Monster Hunter World, Devil May Cry 5, and Resident Evil 2 for their success this year. Moving forward, it looks like Capcom plans to invest more into esports. They just announced more feeder leagues in Japan for Street Fighter on top of the previous plans from 2018. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't think Devil May Cry did that well to boost them, but I definitely think Resident Evil 2 did. Yeah. I think and, they said. And Monster uh, Hunter and people just keep going for so. Yeah. I think they said, um, I don't want to, what was it? I don't know if it was Resident Evil 2, like, was the best selling out of the three of them. I don't know. They, I believe it was. They did make a big deal out of Resident Evil 2. And then, um, 
obviously Monster Hunter sold really well on PC. Yeah, I think which... people loved Resident Evil 2 and then were a little bit upset with the DLC. But. Yeah. Well, you know, he'll have that. Uh, fun fact, based on current trends, China will have more PC gamers than the entire population of the U.S. by 2023. Fun fact, ain't nobody over in this podcast surprised at all. According to the analyst group Nico Partners, the Chinese PC games industry will be an estimated $16 billion by the same year, 2023. Uh, for reference, in 2001, China's total games market was worth only $100 million. So that's the total game market, and just the PC side is going to be $16 billion. Uh, some other interesting facts from Nico Partners' report. Foreign games accounted for 60% of China's PC gaming revenue in 2018. Uh, China has 138,000 internet cafes. Esports revenue was $6.3 billion in 2018 accounting for 41.4% of PC online games revenue. That's nuts. Big market over there. Giant market. Only getting bigger. 138,000 you know, internet cafes, which they mean video game cafes. Yep. They don't mean like sit down in Starbucks and write your fucking uh, screenplay. No, they mean people sitting down and not going to sleep because they've been playing League of Legends for the last 14 hours inside their cafe. It always baffles me how, like, internet cafes are so popular in, like... Korea. Korea, China, China like... Japan. The Asia. East, and it just never took off. I mean, there's some in Europe. There's some here, but they're, like, video game bars, and it's yeah. not the same thing. Like, I don't understand why it's not a thing here. It's not our culture yet. China hasn't completely taken over. True. It's still not... Like, we're still, you know... We're still jocks. I mean, really, that's that's what it is. Yeah, like China has. They definitely they have, embrace they some, video games they a lot some faster, baseball, than... but they are all tech all the time. Are they're? I mean, they probably hire people on their resumes based off what their score is on certain games. I wouldn't even be slightly shocked to find that out. <sighs> Fun stuff. How many wins do you have in Tetris Battle Royale? 7,000, you're weak. I just had a guy in here before you that had 21. Number 10. NetherRealm Studios, the developer behind Mortal Kombat 11, are the most recent studio to face allegations of shitty work conditions. It has become an all-too-common occurrence in the games industry, so we aren't going to go into detail on this one. All the same identifiers are there, though, including 100-hour work weeks, Devs sleeping at the studio, poor management, gender discrimination, and loud, obnoxious, super toxic co-workers. This time, the revelations were made by ver- public by Variety after speaking with current and former developers at the studio. NetherRealm, or perhaps their parent company, Warner Brothers, were quick on their feet. Just days after the report went public, management held a studio-wide meeting informing employees that HR would be sending out surveys that would be sent directly to Warner Brothers upon completion. An anonymous current employee again informed Variety that since the reports, the developers haven't worked past 6 p.m. and were given the weekend off. <laughs> All these stories make it sound like indentured servitude. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I, I feel a slight tip of the iceberg scenario. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
for sure. We're probably uh, in the water now, if you're the Titanic. We're in the water, at least. We haven't gone all the way down, but we're in the water. You've seen it. You see, you see where, you know, how big that thing is. We haven't completely grasped it yet, but we're just like, ooh, there goes another one. Ooh, there's another one. I also love the uh, sugar spice and everything nice type, like, recipe. Yeah. For shitty work conditions, which is like, <laughs> oh, a little bit of gender discrimination and uh, hundred hour work weeks, and uh, ooh, you know what? Let's uh, let's get Frank over here. He's a really toxic worker. Boom! Let's put him in the group. <laughs> oh, you uh, know what? Let's put uh, Susie sleeps with her boss. Throw her in the mix. She and Frank won't get along at all. And actually, you know what? Let's just take the boss and just put him over there somewhere, and they just wing him across the wall. That's not even near. I don't know what the solution is, like because obviously humans being less shit. Obviously, the companies want more money, and they're not going to give up on that, right? So either they spend more money and hire more people, which we all know they won't do, right? Or I don't know, <laughs> like it's, the, it's, it's also the you don't need to hire more people; you need to manage the people you have better. Yeah, which. I don't know how many times I have experienced shit management where I'm like, I don't understand how you guys have this so bad because to me, once again, it's got to be right. There can't be – it can't be as simple as I see it. It can't be. I refuse to believe it. It's the same thing when you when you look at a game, right, and something's completely wrong. You're like, why is double tap jump Y instead of A? That doesn't make any sense. But for some reason to the devs, they're like, no, no, trust me. We wanted to make it A, but we can't because for whatever reason. Like – they had to have thought of this, right? They had to think, we shouldn't be shit humans to other humans. I don't care who's breathing down my neck. At a certain point, like, I need to, you know, defend my team. Like, we are making a game, and we are going to have a good game. So we're just going to kind of tr- – you need to trust us. We I, we know we have a deadline, and we're going to do everything we can to get it out before then. But at a certain point, I'm not going to tell Frank that he can't go home to his fucking children because – this pixel is off by two degrees to the left, and he needs to be here for the next 50 hours over the weekend until he fix it. Oh, there's only 48 hours in a weekend? Well, that's how ridiculous your demands are, sir. And I said good day. See, I have no hope because EA sucks so much, and they're one of the largest, you know, publishers. Right. So, like, I just feel like, I feel like everyone is incapable of coming up with a fair solution. I I don't disagree. I just hope that at some point somebody does. I I don't know. And then there's like the whole unions thing floating about. Right. And then that, like, that whole dark cloud and the businesses are just keep poking at it with a stick. Like, will it dissipate? Will it just go away if we just keep kind of just fucking stop it? And then every now and then it just strikes. A lightning bolt comes out and kills an executive. And you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, anyway uh, number 11 Sony held another state of play stream on May 9th uh, we're going to run through everything that they showed off Shown through. Off. Uh, first up was a trailer for Monster Hunter Iceborne it's a major expansion for the game that will be out September 6th do you care I didn't play Monster Hunter to begin with uh, but hey for those people I'm sure they love it yeah I guess yeah you know, it's not our thing, but yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, there was a trailer for Riverbond, which is a hack and slash dungeon crawler. 
interesting, but uh, I'm I'm probably gonna pass. But it, it definitely looked interesting. It's on Steam, I believe. It has a bigger chance for me. Yeah, because they said they were bringing it to PS4. Uh, it has a bigger chance for me, probably, than Monster Hunter World. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds was announced. Uh, looks like it follows the same concept as Dead by Daylight or Evolve. Uh, one player will be the Predator, while the squad of players try to accomplish objectives or kill the Predator. Which, <laughs> I doubt that works. Yeah, uh, I mean, the license makes sense. Uh, the formula hasn't been obscenely successful. Um, and I don't think it's going to be... I mean, I think a lot of the... I got you, but like, oh, my shirt. Uh, I think a lot of the problem with the formula being successful... Damn cat. Uh, problem being successful comes to like Dead by Daylight's trying to create a hero or create a villain, and and still try to like, okay, we got to get the generators to get the gate open to run away, and you're like, okay, so there is kind of a thing. I mean, evolve was just kill it, yep, hunt it and kill it, which you know makes sense. Uh, but that crashed and burned. Then, uh, f- uh da, 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 Friday the Thirteenth went into legal battle and isn't being. <laughs> played anymore because of copyright problems uh and then this one you're like okay i hate him he wants the fucking window and then he doesn't ah god cats man anyway then uh he just wants the option there yeah yeah oh i see you didn't open the window when i walked in uh so fucking open it oh you opened it go fuck yourself go to the other one (laughs) uh the problem though with with this one is like it's the predator if you don't make him powerful enough, people are going to bitch. And if he's way too powerful, people are going to bitch. Yeah, I feel like that's inherently the issue with the game is like the allure is playing as the predator, but there's only one of him. Yeah. So like it's hard to get good gameplay for everyone. Yeah. In and that you, scenario. you have to make it, it. It's the balance is the hardest part of those games because you have to give the four people trying to survive a chance. But it they also need to have not just a chance, but have fun in doing what they're doing. And like Predator just needs to not do exactly what Predator would do and just uncloak standing behind somebody, shove his arm through their chest, and then just cloak back up and walk away again. Like Yeah. There's a chance I mean, there's a chance depending on how that game works, if they don't do it correctly, you spawn into the game, go kill all four people in the first minute and a half, and then the, the round is over and you're like, All right, it's been yeah. a good talk. What do we got next? Uh, Medieval was shown. It will be out October 25th. Was not high on it. No, apparently it's not like... It's not getting the full treatment that past games have gotten. Yeah, I was just like, okay. I'm not playing it. Uh, Away, the survival series is coming to PS4. This one is part of a... This one is part survival game, part nature documentary from the perspective of a sugar glider. Uh, To which I said... So, Ori in the blind forest, but as a flying squirrel or something. What did I? What you say? You said Ori in the forest that's trying to kill you or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's basically Ori, Ori in the fucking first person death forest. Like that's yeah. your or third person, I guess, and you're running around as that uh, da, 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 sugar glider. Yeah, and then you're just running, and all of a sudden, half the forest is on fire. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then there's a giant spider, and there's a snake, and there's other. I'm like, I don't. 
I could see Samantha playing this game actually. Right, and like enjoying it. And yeah. then I would just be in the back. Like, I don't understand how you're getting him to hang glide because every time I try to hang glide in a game that allows me to do it steep, I jump off and hit the mountain immediately and I'm done. It's useless. I don't know what I was doing. Uh, okay, what do we got? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Sony announced a new PS4 uh, called the Days of Play Edition. It's a standard PS4, not even the Pro. With a one terabyte hard drive and a steel gray exterior. Do you care? Nope. What a waste. Yep. If anything, I'll just spray paint days of play on mine and make it have a vertical stand. Like, I think that was the only thing, except the vertical stand wasn't even included. So, like, anyone who buys a PS4 right now, you're insane. It is not a good move, not a logical move. It is not a logical move. It is not a good investment. It is not a sound body and choice of mind that's not yeah just if you fix- absolutely need a console right now go buy a switch honestly yes that is actually the smartest thing i've heard him say today wow that's fucking rude bro is it though am i wrong i mean i guess i haven't really said it uh, a lot. you know what no 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 our, our star wars discussion was very thoughtful okay thank you i appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> uh f- <laughs> finally we got a final fantasy 7 remake trailer apparently it's still happening uh, the Final Fantasy Twitter account said, quote, please bear with us a little longer while we can release, until we can release more information next month. Like End a quote. slightly longer trailer and then still not tell you the release date. Suck it, nerds. Dude, if they do that cliche, like, let's give them a trailer every six months for fucking four years. Oh, no, no. You know what they'll do at E3 now that they've shown this trailer, right? We're going to have a live orchestra performance while they show either the trailer or a part of the gameplay. They're going to show some gameplay, but before that, they're going to march 20 different cosplayers dressed up as Final Fantasy characters onto the stage. But they're all Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> they're not different characters. They're just all Cloud. 15 out of the 20 are Cloud. And one Sephiroth. With giant like... duct tape swords. Oh, yeah. Nothing but duct tape. But only duct tape. Not even foam. It's just like limp. It's uh, fantastic. Oh, Square. You are nothing but something. Trouble. Number 12. Nintendo has released a DLC update for Tetris 99, the game Nate couldn't remember the name of five minutes ago. The Big Block DLC will set you back $9.99, but it will give you two offline modes, one being classic line clearing called Marathon, and the other is CPU Battle. CPU Battle lets you play Tetris 99 against 98 bots. Offline, of course. Offline mode. Very appealing. To, to somebody well you know if you don't have internet or like yeah you want to practice and not get fucking shit stomped i mean it's it's not unwelcome it's something they should have i think but for the offline to be 9.99 i don't know uh, i don't know it, the game's free anyway right so yeah you're, bet, you're essentially sense. buying the game kind of right i think it's well free if you have the online stuff so i don't that wasn't clear it was kind of weird yeah, it's, it's a weird one there and then uh, even then, it still for me, the slight fire burns in me to make people upset. So I kind of want to play online. I don't know who I'm knocking out when I hear KO. Just that you're knocking someone but out. But I just know I'm knocking somebody out and I'm not done yet. And at the same time, I wish I kind of knew who I was knocking out. Like this, this would be way too personal and I never want it to actually happen, but it would be funny. 
would be just like a quick pop-up picture in picture. I saw the person's face and I went, yeah, fuck you, Timmy. <laughs> and I should go back back about my business or like... See, I'm not like... Some I don't... old woman named Meredith and I'm just like, ha, ah, I got you. Go back to your prune juice and <laughs> just go back about my day. I just become basically that angry nerd except not the one that currently exists on YouTube who I don't like. I I just... Which is a lot of people. That's generic as shit. Yeah, angry there's... nerd on the internet. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Um. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I was gonna say. In- interesting that there's such a thing for D- DLC for Tetris ninety nine. I guess that's know, right? a big. Um. Last up is a fun little story about um, Delta Airlines. Delta Airlines, where life is a fucking nightmare. Thank you, John Mulaney. Uh, the video game industry <laughs> aren't the only ones thinking of unionizing, apparently. Uh, some posters made by Delta oh, Airlines this story. Okay. have gone viral and created a bit of a backlash. The poster in question reads, quote, Union dues cost around $700 a year. A new video game system with the latest hits sounds like fun. Put your money towards that instead of paying dues to the union, end quote. Did you see the poster? I did. Did you see the deleted tweet? Well, there was a tweet. The guillotine? The guillotine tweet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I did see the guillotine tweet. Uh, that was good. Since, since deleted guillotine yeah, tweet. It, it was deleted. And uh, I love the Twitter responses, though. It's like there was the one guy who was like, oh, that's a company calling him, tell, telling someone to murder CEOs. And everyone else is like, yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. The, the poster is also an absolute joke. Yeah. Like, we've gone we've gone through numerous don't union talks. Like, I don't know. How, how many times have we ever... I it's think a, every, it's I a think thing. Every time you hear don't union, don't union, don't union, don't union. And then I luckily have not been in a store where somebody has mentioned the word union only to watch the superstar reaction where they're like... Yeah. Union, shut everything down. <laughs> and then you just have CEOs, helicopters, in, yeah, dressed in SWAT gear, breaking through windows. They're like, "Who said union?" <laughs> uh, but the the poster's a joke. Uh, first off, they're not correct, and second off, they're more not correct. So let's deal with the part where they're not correct, right? So union dues, whatever, don't do it. You probably should if you're in this shitty situation, but that's not the point. That's the first part where they're wrong. The second part where they're wrong is, can we really think of $700 for the new game console? First off, the Photoshop job is terrible. That that controller? What is that? Uh, the 1994? Clip art controller. Yeah, like it's garbage. So you need to fire whoever's doing your Photoshop. That's your first thing. You're already ma- asking them to make a shit product. And so they did. But like you meant with a shit message, not a shit poster. Uh, two, can we think of $700, right? Is what they're saying for a new video game console and the greatest hits or latest hits, right? Latest hits, I believe. Yeah. Latest hits. Yeah, latest hits. So, to speak to the CEO, let me describe to you, sir, what a new console with the latest hits means. I will sell you a Nintendo Switch for $299. And then I will download the free game Fortnite onto it. We're done having the discussion. 
I'm you not can, wrong. I was, I, was, I, was, I was like, you get a console, you get a TV, you get games, and you could probably you could have some cash left over. Yeah. If you if you were to walk in to to our store, we easily could have sold you one of the three consoles of your choosing, two to three games for said console, a thirty two inch to potentially forty inch TV, depending on your brand choice and quality, warranties on everything you just wanted, and you might still have a hundred dollars. Maybe like seventy five to fifty, depending on like I said variations on what we're choosing here and you would still have money i just you know sometimes people are toned up about what they're saying yeah a thousand dollars you could buy a brand new car with that thousand dollars what year do you think it is 1912 you fucking idiot uh there was another story i pulled it out though just because it was uh, what we have for time just over an hour Oh, well, I guess it doesn't really matter to them. What I was going to say is you see that Disney released their movie lineup. Yes, I did. Disney with Fox, obviously. Yeah, to 2022. Yeah, actually. Or 23. They had a list that went out to 2027, but but obviously it's not. After 20, I think at the beginning of 2022 or even at the end of 2021. They're all untitled. They're all untitled. It's just who's doing or who's, what controlling party is movie slotted as. The only thing that was really of any importance was like the Avatar movies got pushed back a year or two, which which I still don't get. Who's asking for Avatar two, three, four, and five? Yeah, at this point, I feel like they're it's not worth the whatever. Well, they're probably it too wasn't far. Worth in it, it to begin with. Probably, well, it was one of the best selling movies, so I guess that it was I worth it. Stand by my point. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can't stand by my point, but. <laughs> The other one was the fucking space. Also, funny fact: while we're talking about movies, Zoe Saldana, yeah, is in the top three of all time or whatever. Yeah, what a babe she is. She's fantastic. I Um, loved her in Losers. (laughs) I stand by my point that Losers started a lot of things for people. You got Jeffrey Dean Morgan who was doing other stuff, and then all of a sudden is this uh, knee knee dead. uh, What the Walking Dead character? Negan. Yeah, he's Negan. And everybody loves Negan and his bat fucking Lucy or whatever the hell the damn thing is. Lucille? L- Lucille, sure. Who that gives a shit? fucking dude at PAX. I wanted to beat him with that fucking bat. I wanted to be a real bat and then beat him with it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that guy, God. I didn't see him this year. Normally, yeah. I all, I ran into him the year we were there and the year after, also dressed like Negan again. And I was like, I just want to just one swift fucking knee to the jaw. Anyway, the... Uh, he goes to do that. Chris Evans goes on and is Captain fucking America. Uh, he was also um, the Human Torch. Yeah. And some other stuff. Zoe Saldana goes on and does Columbiana. And we all go, that seems like losers, but her version. And then is now Guardians of the Galaxy, Endgame, Infinity War, Avatar. Like, I'm killing it. What was the other one? She's there's three. She's in three, right? Infinity War, Endgame, and Avatar. Oh, okay. Yeah, nuts, crazy. She's in a lot of franchises. She's in Star Trek as well. Yep. Jesus, gotta get her in Star Wars, man. Got a sneaker in somewhere. <laughs> Just in the background, she's like, "Hey, what's up? See you guys later." <laughs> Just like <laughs> <laughs> almost at some point. It, <laughs> 
nerd topic, but I just want to see like the Starship Enterprise just like off in the distance and in like an Imperial fleet, you just see it kind of like just turning away and then just like hyperspace out. And they're like, this wasn't not, nope, not supposed to be here. <laughs> the Millennium Falcons and, uh, in Star Trek has, they like snuck it into like a debris field in a couple places. Yeah. That's what I mean. Just like stick it in and just have it there. And everybody goes, that's not supposed to. And then it just blinks out and it's gone. And you're just like, huh? Interesting. And just let everybody go. What was that about? 18, top 10 reasons why Star Wars and Star Trek exist in the same universe. Oh, Jesus. Oh, watchmojo.com. Here we come. Terrible YouTube videos. Welcome to watchmojo.com. And today we're discussing the... T- I'm not going to do it. I can't. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. interesting stuff. Yeah. That's all uh, I got. In terms of other news, I am officially a homeowner. Congratulations. Um, no. Oh, well, I was... Hold on. All right. Sorry. Congratulations. Sorry. Uh, prepare to have no money. <laughs> prepare. <sighs> like I had it before I bought the house. You're going to be like, oh, I want to do all these things. I have no money to do all these things. Oh, no. We've already had these conversations about all the things I want to do. And I'm just like, maybe I'll just buy two things to fix the grill up a little bit. <laughs> it's like, I'll give myself a new mailbox. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I got I to pick and choose my battles. Yeah. The one thing that is getting done this summer, no ifs, ands, or buts, I am painting that fucking room. That is 110% happening. I just need to get myself the patience to tape the room. Because I hate taping. Um... Yeah. You could do it without taping. But I could, but I don't want to deal with the molding. Oh, yeah. There's molding in there, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Door frame and closet. I could yank all the molding off. Well, you can also... get one of those giant, like, uh, I don't know what they're called, but they're, like, basically just, like, a giant piece of metal that you, like, stick in the Oh, right. And, like, yeah. paint, you know. Yeah, I could just do that, and then I could go get a spray gun so I don't have to do it for 20 hours during the day and just be done in an hour and call it a day could do that then come back in a couple hours later spray it all again be like i'm done it's been fun (laughs) i could do that i won't do that but i could do that i'm dying yeah so uh before matt officially dies on this podcast and i have to get brought up in liability charges we will talk to you guys next week and hopefully matt is uh not dead no promises Sounds like a solid promise. <laughs> Later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.